The following program is brought to you by Mind's Eye, the virtual newsstand. 501 Crossroads is your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, Executive Director of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people in the mission. And we have my co-host, Natalie Jablonski, the Nonprofit Ninja. That's right, specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey. Yay! Guess what we have today, Marjorie? We've got wine on one. Wine on one. And Natalie, what are we drinking on this week's wine on one? This week we are drinking a sparkling Moscato from Italy, uh, Bart Martinura. I'm going to say I don't. I'm not Italian, but I'm going to say that's how we pronounce it. It's very good. It's delish. I mean, it it really tastes like liquid candy. It it kind of does. So the wine snobs might go, mm, but you know, for the Moscato lovers out there, which yes. I am one. And well, when we drank a dry last yeah. show, so we figured, you know, a little sweeter this show, yeah. not to mention we're getting closer to the holidays. So yeah. there was more celebrating going on and just having fun. Yeah. yeah. I like to have something bubbly. Yeah, it is. It is. I like the sparkling part of it. It kind of feels like you're celebrating. It does. For no apparent reason in the middle of the week. Well, we're celebrating the fact that we get to do one on one. Well, yes. And I'm sure that our listeners <laughs> are celebrating because they are dying to know what the topic is. Exactly. So what is our topic? Well, I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about our staff meetings. So you heard about my staff meetings? (laughs) Yes, they're infamous, (laughs) let's just say. Uh, You know, I think what happens is I hear people talk about their staff meetings after, like, you know, the wine cooler conversations, Mm, the the glass of wine uh, during happy hour. And they'll say, oh, we had a staff meeting today, dot, dot, dot. I never have once heard anyone at these types of events going, we had the best staff meeting today. (laughs) So I'm just asking myself why. And so here's some of the things that I hear people say why they don't like them curious to hear what you've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is that people get off subject. Yes. And we let them. Yeah, we do. Guilty. Yeah. So guilty. And that bothers people. They will talk about that more than anything I think that I've heard where somebody gets off on a tangent or off on their particular opinion and it's like a runaway train. We can't stop them. And mm-hmm. no matter how many times even the executive seems to try to rein, rein it in, it just doesn't work out well. So yeah. uh, they end up relating that person's experience to their time and feels oh, yeah. like it's it's not valued anymore. Mm-hmm. So another one, uh, people don't do the pre-work. I hear ah. this more from management and above where they've asked their team, I want you to read this article mm-hmm. before the staff meeting, and then we're going to come prepared to discuss it. And what happens is they get the article out and they'll say, okay, so I know everyone read the article already. I'm curious what everybody thinks. And you see everyone's desperately quickly Ooh, trying to read it because that article you sent me yes. that I don't, can I borrow your copy? Like, <laughs> like you hear this ruffling and you all of a sudden no one gives eye contact and uh, that's frustrating. It's no good. No, no good. because again, then we're not valuing people's time. Right. So the other one is that people just say, I don't even know why we have a staff meeting. I don't know why we bother because I feel like Joe's always running off and talking about something. We always have pre-work that I'm the only one that does the pre-work and then no one else does it. And then we end up having to table it till the next time. I had an hour. I could have done so many things in that hour. Absolutely. Yeah. So they, again, goes back to the theme of being, having their time feel valued. Yeah. So have you your, been that, have you seen that experience or I mean, have you participated in that experience I, in other organizations or? Yeah. I mean, I've participated in that as the boss of that, you know, <laughs> kind of way to be honest. Yeah. You know, it I happens. Mean, we, uh, I, I think we've talked about it before. My staff and I have a, a pretty good time together. One of the downsides of that sometimes is 
you know, your productivity wags sometimes in staff meetings because we're all together. Right. We're all having fun. Um, somebody will start talking about something cute their kid did and all Aww. of a sudden we're talking about, you and know. And then let's show pictures. Yeah. And pictures. And then, oh my gosh, my kid did this and my dog did this because my dog's awesome. You have a dog. Let me see your yeah. picture. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. I've seen that happen so much. And uh, I'm with an organization now and I've been there fairly recently. And so staff meetings for us are more kind of a getting to know you. Mm, also, yeah. we're trying to find our way. We're trying to find what works with us. So for us, I think that we're still discovering. Mm-hmm. But I know that some organizations and leaders of organizations who've been in that role for many years and they just kind of get into the we're going to talk about these topics because we always talk about these topics mm-hmm. and this is what should be talked about. Yeah. And I think that they they might need an overhaul. We might need to be able to look under the hood and see what we can do to maybe put some value back for your employees because we want to value our employees and their time. Yeah. And I think it's really important to look at your staff meeting and figure out how are what how is what you're talking about connecting to the mission? Mm-hmm. Um, is it, are your staff people reporting to the executive director or to your management team things that they should be reporting in their one-on-ones? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah. Cause like, Sometimes your development director is telling you their strategy for the whole week and you're like, yeah, but my program director does not need to know this. And right. Actually, there's only one other person around this table that needs to know this. So, And so what happens to those people? They, they check out. Start playing on their right. phones. And- right. They, they do. They check out and you are lucky if you can get them to check back in mm-hmm. because they've kind of written it off as, and I'm not even sure why I'm here. And like they're starting that conversation. They're ahead of all the things they could be doing mm-hmm. or they're actually doing them in front of you, yes. <laughs> which I see that as well. People <laughs> will bring work. And when a topic comes out that's not theirs, the laptop goes up or the phone comes out. Or the document comes out and next thing you know, you've lost half your staff's attention because that happens. Yeah, because the staff meeting, I think, is a really good time to get everybody together to talk about change, Mm -hmm. to talk about ideas, to talk about how to make pieces of the organization better, how to move the the mission forward. But it is also a really good time to check in and make sure that everybody's on the same page. Agreed. Because it is really easy to let marketing go off and like be doing whatever it is marketing is doing that affects everybody. Right. But the program department gets a phone call and they're like, what are you talking about? We're not doing that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've had a, I've read a book and I can't remember the name of the book right now. And if someone uh, in one of our audience remembers the book that this references, please let us know. But it was referencing the most popular radio station on the planet is WIIFM. What's in it for me? <laughs> and I love it. I've always remembered it like that ever since uh, when I, once I read this book, because that is true. Everybody tunes in mm-hmm. whenever they find out what's in it for them. So if your marketing department's sharing their grand strategy, which is good for them to know, you need to tell them what is that, you know, tune them in. What is the with them for them? And so yep. they're able to know what that is and what their takeaway. What do you want them to know out of this or walk away from? And I think that's, that's a connection. So so let's talk about some of those three big three big areas of concern I would address first. So the the runaway train. You said you've either yes. seen it or you've been a part of it and you've let it happen, or, I've um, been it. or you've been it, right? Right. It's, and, and, I mean, I think we're guilty. We're all we're guilty. All guilty. <laughs> so what are some ways that maybe you have addressed the runaway train? So I, I think my my staff will tell you that I get this look on my face. Oh, you get the look. I've got this look, and I'm like. Okay, so does anybody have anything else to say about topic we were talking about 20 minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> and that is kind of my, all right, we're done with this. Right. And I usually try to find a, a time, you know, because sometimes the runaway train has to have their say, has to have, have their thing, their yeah. moment. 
Um, and so I find that, you know, sometimes you've just kind of let it go for just a minute. Right. Um, and then just, okay. And bring it back to center. Back. <laughs> so. And I think if you're looking at overhauling your staff meeting and you have one or two select individuals who you know tend to be the conductor of these trains, there are ways you can address this and help yourself. So mm, muzzles uh, and gags, I think, are well, really effective. <laughs> well, you could, <laughs> or you know, if you want a less uh, a lesser option that maybe won't end you in an HR challenge, uh, <laughs> perhaps you could look at a pre-meeting. Mm. So I have uh, someone on my team, like you know, they're a thinker. They like to think and process everything through, and otherwise they get kind of freaked out and worried, and they start going on these other you know runaway trains. So I'll drop a bomb if I'm going to drop it. I drop mm-hmm. it in their office first. And say, hey, so this week when we have our staff meeting, we're going to need to talk about this. I'd love to have you some of your thoughts before we go into there. So can you give them to me ahead of time? That's really smart. And it makes that person still feel valued. And if they start going on this train, you can say, you know what? Thank you. I'm going to stop you right there because I have that already. And that's why I wanted to talk to you. We're going to get some other people's ideas. Great. So you bring them in. Uh, I think it also can help if you have a post meeting with them mm. to let them know that the what they're doing is derailing the whole team. Yeah. Now, some people just don't know. And if you don't know what you don't know, you keep doing it. Yeah. And if you have a nice conversation with them or their manager has a conversation, depending on how that's politically appropriate in your office to be able to say, you know, Marjorie, I love the fact that you are so passionate about this event. But sometimes when we start talking about this event and you say, well, back whenever I worked at the ABC organization, <sighs> Everyone, right. Everyone has this reaction of they're, they're thinking of ways to tear, you know, take you outside in the back mm-hmm. <laughs> and leave you out there. Uh, so I don't know if you have, no, you're having this effect on people. And once you bring it to their awareness, some people are, are now that they're more aware of it, that awareness can really build a, a behavioral change. So yeah. addressing it after, uh, if you notice a pattern or addressing it before, if you notice a pattern can sometimes uh, help with that derailment of train. Uh, what about the pre-work? Any, any oh. tips on that? You know, I guess the best thing that you can do for pre-work is reminding people that there's pre-work. Oh, yes. So we're not all geniuses. We can't give remember it to everything. Them. Yeah. Don't give it to them the week before at the other staff meeting and yeah. then just expect them to actually do it. Right. Send the reminders. Remind them. Maybe reference it a couple of times as you're going through the regular work week so that it isn't a, oh, man, I forgot to do that. Just kind of like our performance evaluation mm-hmm. goals. Like, don't just like put it out there and put it in a drawer until next staff meeting. You've got to you've got to keep kind of talking about it and talking about why it's important to you. That's very good. I like that uh, because I think that we do get the point where like we've checked it off our list mentally. Mm-hmm. We told them yep. they're adults. Why can't they remember? Nobody remembers. No things. one remembers because we're <laughs> nonprofits and we're wearing 50 different hats, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that can be a challenge. I think another way uh, that I've seen that addressed really well is if there's a, a pre-work assignment to ask for it before the meeting. Ah, ah. So like it does require uh, a little more action on your part, a little more management, if you will. But even if it's like, I want you to read this article so we can talk about it. But you might say prior to the meeting, I'd like you to send me your favorite quote from the article. Email it to me by this date, by this time. Now at that date and time, you can go through and say, oh, you know what? John didn't send it to me yet. Hey, John, Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten that quote from you yet. Now John is making sure he at least reads it before you walk in. Or at least he skimmed it to find a quote. Find a quote (laughs) of some sort, right. So depending on what the pre-work entails, that's a pretty light one. But asking for something deliverable prior to the meeting, Mm -hmm. then uh, having the discussion afterwards can be helpful to be able to make sure that that's done. I think the other thing is to make sure that that pre-work that you're assigning is actually valuable yes. and valuable every time. Yes. Because you know that, you know, if you, if you give pre-work and you, you know, again, important to your marketing person, but not important to your program person. And that happens three or four times. Right. 
your program people are going to be like, ah, it's always for marketing. Yeah. And you know, it's all about them. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure why I'm at, this is like a marketing meeting. I'm mm-hmm. not even really sure why program is here. Exactly. So you've got to make sure that the, what, whatever you're assigning, whatever you're having them do is actually, actually act, applicable to their jobs. Well, and going back to the question might be the answer. Why are they there? Mm-hmm. Do you need to have everyone there? I think people are scared to have a, a, a staff meeting without all the staff. Because yeah. they don't want it to look like we're being cliquish or, you know, we're, we're pulling people away. Mm-hmm. But there is something to be said about having a healthy dialogue about a group of staff members where some people are not included as long as they know why. Oh, exactly. Because if not, then, you know, assumptions start flying out of the woodwork. You know, mm-hmm. well, obviously Joe's mad because last week I said his socks were green and they were really blue. And he doesn't <sighs> like the fact that. Right. Or I yeah. stole his stapler, you know, going to office space movie. <laughs> so, Why would you steal a stapler? Why? Well, yeah, no, because he's allowed to staple his <laughs> swing light stapler and it's very important to him. Uh, so I think that could be a big piece too. You, if you're going to like program, for example, mm-hmm. have some very detailed things that they need to be doing in order to be able to meet standards mm-hmm. of the program, then say we're going to have a program meeting and we need marketing to attend because we're going to launch some new things that they need to be aware of for PR purposes. We really don't need fund development. Mm-hmm. In this, we're going to be able to save you some of that time. But if something kicks out, we'll let you know. Yep, exactly. And now Jason's probably doing the hip, hip, hooray dance because yeah. he doesn't have to go to that meeting. Exactly. Because most people don't really, really, really want to go to meetings. Now, we have really great snacks at our meetings, so everybody wants to Well, be we do talk about the value of food. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I uh, sometimes am just going to randomly show up at your staff meeting just because I hear there's good snacks. Well, I made cookies today. So well, and uh, don't tell the listeners when your staff meeting is, or you will <laughs> yeah. have a bombardment of people here wanting yeah. snacks, right? As long as you bring a donation, it'll be perfectly fine. Yes. Uh, and please know you're coming, though, so we can make sure we make enough. <laughs> there you go. So uh, in summary, I think what I hear all of us is it's around that same theme of we need to make sure it's providing value. Mm-hmm. And that can look so many different ways. I know we've said through a couple of those, but asking for email directly, mm-hmm. not just generically, can really help someone feel like they are more valued in a staff meeting. Yeah. And uh, some people shy away from that because they feel like they want to put someone on the spot. Yeah. But you know, people who are subject matter experts mm-hmm. who perhaps are shying away because they don't want to run over other people. Yep. It's, it's okay to call on people. This is, you know, this is, you know, what the, this is what it is. We have mm-hmm. to make people stronger. So you're not saying Marjorie, is that you eating a snack in the middle of this conversation? You're not calling up for bad behavior. You're saying <laughs> Marjorie, I know that you're really good at checkout for mm-hmm. auction process. Have you seen anything really good lately? That makes that person, you know, you're giving them a compliment and you're giving an sh- opportunity to shine. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. The answer might be, well, I wasn't prepared to talk about that today, but I could get some ideas. Yep. And that's okay. That's okay. You're getting them engaged in the process. Uh, and I think it's really important if you're having a staff meeting, when at all possible, that everyone plays a role, mm-hmm. whether that's a report that they give. Uh, sometimes staff meetings are 50 people, depending Ooh. on your nonprofit. Sometimes there are four. You yep. know, it just depends on the size of your nonprofit organization. So is it practical for four people to report out? Yes. For 50? Eh. If you want to, you know, have an all day meeting uh, and that could be, you may have a quarterly meeting where that happens, Mm -hmm. Uh, but there should be some sort of contribution that they're providing, whether they've fed that information up to their manager who's reporting on behalf of that department, but something that gives them a sense of pride of saying, this is our section. This is my input. I'm coming because I'm providing value by being there. Uh, And if they're not getting instant value, then I'm going to ask you again, why are they there? Exactly. I like it. That's a good pulse check. So uh, I know that staff meetings are necessary and I know that they can be time, you know, time consuming and, and cumbersome for planning. But if you do them right, 
uh, and you will get your team engaged and you can get great outcomes on behalf of your mission. So I, it's a good topic. I'm glad we got to cover it. Yeah, I like it. I do love a good staff meeting and I really love it when they go well. <laughs> I, I love it when you have good staff snacks. So maybe I need to invite you to our staff meeting. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not usually, I'm usually the low bar person for the snacks. I just kind of stepped it up this week. So. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> so actually Mike is your, again, your, your superstar snack guy. Man, you know, I'm going to see if Mike needs a job. <laughs> Can't have him. Oh, man. Well, until um, then, we'll be just glad that he does what he does for us. Exactly. So thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. We record at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio, and it's produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.